Hey, so before we get into the episode, I've got an exciting announcement. Coming soon to the Ellie Poza website is a directory where you can connect with a professional who's passionate and dedicated to supporting you on your life journey. I know how hard it is to find a therapist or coach who feels like they actually get me, which is why I wanted to provide a space where you can find the right person who can support you where you're at right now in your life. Well, that's all I'm going to say about this exciting new feature coming soon to eliposa.com. That's E-L-E-P-O-S-A dot com. All right, now on to the episode. You are listening to the Ellie Posed Podcast. I'm your host, Diana Carter, a creative entrepreneur, life coach, and mom with a love for adventure. Join me as we dive into topics on mental well-being, creating success on your terms, as well as meet other amazing individuals from around the world who share their story and the secrets they picked up along the way that led to their success. Thank you for listening, and let's dive in. Well, hello everyone. How are you doing? I hope you're doing absolutely amazing. The temperatures are possibly getting colder for you. (laughs) Sure is here in the uh, southern part of the U.S. I'm uh, out of Tennessee, of course, and I was talking with my dad yesterday and he was asking if it was getting cold up here and I was like yeah we're we're starting to get pretty chilly I mean it's not as cold as some places but um I went for a walk and my face was all numb and my fingers were stiff from the cold and he was like yeah I saw the arctic winds coming down covering your whole region I was like oh my goodness Not surprising, but fall is here and winter is coming, which is super exciting. So life is moving on as it likes to do, right? So today we're going to talk about the inner critic and we're not going to get into super, super detailed here, but I definitely want to hit on some areas of working with and and, uh, looking at our inner critic. But first, it's time for our listener shout out. I'm still in the process of trying to uh, uh, find some intro music. So soon, this podcast will have intro music once again. I just haven't completely chosen or decided what type of music I want to have for it. So if you have any suggestions, let me know. I think I want something a little more uppity and like positive and just inspirational um so but nothing too crazy cinematographic cinematographer that's not even a word cinematic you know something we'll see it'll it'll soon be here for sure it's on the podcast list of to do so today's listener shout out goes to sarah out of australia which is super awesome We're totally going to be out there one of these days. Australia, we will be visiting. Anyways, Sarah wrote, nice review. Thanks. You are so welcome, Sarah. I can't thank you enough for a review um, and for listening to the podcast. It's so, so important. There's absolutely no point for me to be doing this if there's no one listening. So thank you so much, Sarah, for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate your time 
and um, and I hope you got a little piece of something out of it. That's definitely my hope, is to provide a nugget for everyone during their day when they listen to these podcasts. So thank you, Sarah. I hope you're doing well. All right, so today we are going to talk about the inner critic, that nasty little booger. <laughs> Let me go ahead and apologize in advance. My dog is in the room. He is snoring up a storm on the floor. It is so funny. I don't know if you can hear it, but if you're hearing strange little sounds, it's probably Cypher Dellis, my dog. So yes, and he likes to jump up and just sporadically bark. So if that happens, my apologies. I'll try and edit out what I can. All right. So we all have an inner critic. I think I might even have like 10 of them <laughs> because... It's, uh, you know, an inner critic for each aspect of my life. I've got the parenting inner critic, uh, which, you know, fills me in, in at all the ways I'm probably messing up as a parent, right? The food inner critic and all the things I shouldn't be eating and shame, 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 right? The body image inner critic, the business inner critic and how I'm running my business wrong and not doing things well enough here and there and all my failures, what those really mean, right? <laughs> so there are a lot of different types of inner critic conversations that like to pop up and wreak havoc. And many years ago, I used to think I was alone in this type of suffering. And it certainly led to years of battling depression, anxiety, um, and a complete loss of self-worth, which is very, very sad. It was horrible, lonely, and it was some of the darkest days of my life. Um, and I totally, totally thought I was alone in this. But everyone has an inner critic or two. Uh, there's no one who doesn't. So now I know there are, uh, you know, different degrees to how much of our life is run by our inner critics or how much we're held captive by its poisonous words. And this varies from person to person. And it really has to do with, you know, if you've developed your self-awareness and, and you know how to actually reprogram your thoughts, which we will definitely be talking more about in the future because I am all about managing your mind and learning how to reprogram the programming that we have in our brain, um, so reprogramming our thoughts is huge. It's super important to having success in our life because there is a correct way to do it, right? And there's different methods out there for sure. But the incredible thing is, is that we can create the life that we want when we know how to manage our mind and reprogram our thoughts. But then there's also other ways out there that aren't as effective. Um, so those are things we'll definitely be getting into in the future. But back to the inner critic. So we all have this voice, right? That voice that keeps repeating events you aren't too proud of, you know, over and over in the back of your head. You know, where you're trying to focus, but you can't stop playing it over and over. And then the next thing you know, the whole day is gone and you've barely accomplished anything. Or it likes to show up as that constant reminder of all of your faults your inability to perform well, or your inability to, inability to speak up, or your inability to be liked, or to budget your money, 
or to plan your day and be organized, right? This vicious voice just chains you down. So the way most people manage this pesty booger is to numb it out and to distract themselves with something else. And this is how we just manage it, right? People do this in many different ways, but the motive is always to escape the evil eye of this inner gremlin. So when we are held captive by our inner critic, it is the worst kind of suffering, the internal suffering inflicted by this inner critic. And it doesn't matter how blissful your external circumstances are. When the inner critic is running the show, you are suffering. For many people, interacting or looking at the inner critic, well, the idea of that is just a joke. You want to know how to avoid it, you know, how to shut it up or numb it out. Subjecting yourself to what it has to say is the absolute last thing you want to do. So keeping that sucker locked away, box after box after box, is what a lot of people try to do. It's just one of the reasons why any type of self-development work or awareness building can seem like a horrendous idea and freaks a lot of people out. It's the idea of letting that little booger out of the box on purpose. I mean, it sounds crazy. And in this busy life, who's got the time for that too? So there's just no way. Besides, all it takes to unleash the Kraken are a few bad things and the floodgates are wide open again. So what is the solution? For me, the very first thing was committing to love me. Choosing and seriously committing no matter what mistakes I've made in my past or mistakes I will make in my future. I would always choose to love me. I would never reject or turn on myself. And that type of betrayal was over. The rejecting myself, the hating myself for, you know, the majority of my life was the way that I thought and functioned from. This commitment to loving myself was the most important, important commitment I made in my life. It was the act of loving myself wholly as I am. And that's when I began to heal all the self-inflicted pain. It allowed me to see how I had not been able to function from my free will, but instead I was trapped under the influence of my inner critic. I was always begging for love and acceptance from out there through my relationships, my parents, my family, uh, through accomplishments, my job. And when I didn't receive it, I concluded it was because of what the inner critic told me. It's because there was something wrong with me. I'm not good enough. And all of this fear made it where I wasn't able to see how I was willing to sacrifice my own well-being just to get a drop of love from somewhere or someone. You see, when you reject yourself, it is the ultimate suffering. And it doesn't matter how spectacular things on the outside look. You can have a luxurious life with all the comforts of the century or all the challenges of being in poverty. When you are being led by the nose by your inner critic, you are robbed of all joy and peace. So the first step to freeing yourself from your inner critic is to commit 
to loving yourself wholly, exactly as you are right now. Feel how different that is than from the place of trying to figure out what is wrong with you and why won't the world accept you. When you truly decide to commit to loving yourself and to no longer betraying yourself, you can begin to question the voice of the inner critic. And it begins to lose a lot of its power. The veil is torn. You can begin to separate the noise, which is the second step. Learning to build your awareness. Building your awareness allows you to respond to life's circumstances instead of simply reacting to it. When you're merely reacting, you're giving all your power away. But when, you, when we function from our higher version, we are responding. We're taking responsibility for our life. We aren't being led by the nose. We are actually choosing our path. I mean, it's really funny because when we first begin to do inner work, we sincerely believe we have this big, dark secret. Like we're hiding some horrible secret about ourselves, no one can know. So when the inner critic has conned us into thinking and believing that we have done something truly horrible. Like we're, we're the person who was responsible for pushing that giant red button leading to the annihilation of the planet Naboo, right? It's something. We've done something horrible that people cannot know about. And it sincerely feels this way. Like we are 100% convinced there's something really wrong with ourselves. Of course, that doesn't mean people don't actually perform and do horrendous acts. We do. And that's not what I'm talking about at all. I am talking about the internal dialogue that is going on behind the scenes the actual motivation for the action before action is taken, which then tends to lead us to do the things we regret, okay? So what are these big dark secrets? Most of us aren't even aware of what they are. And then when we finally discover what they are, they're incredibly simple and nothing to actually be ashamed of. Not only that, you realize that all humans have the same fears that make every single one of us feel the same way. And it doesn't matter what type of life you have. So here's those big, deep, dark secrets that we all try and hide away from the world knowing and discovering about ourselves. In one way or another, you're scared to death you won't be loved. You're scared you aren't good enough in some way. And you don't want to feel rejected ever. And these are the roots. Now they manifest in our lives in many, many different ways. And the stories we build up around them after the circumstances and events of our individual lives vary completely. But when you break them all down and you get to the root, it's going to fall into one of these three categories. So the third thing you want to do is remind yourself that you are not alone in feeling this way from your inner critic. Other people also feel this way. Other people struggle with the exact same fears and feelings and suffer 
under this inner critic. So when events happen in life that confirm any of these fears, well, that inner critic just speaks up louder and louder. And we suffer horrendously because we truly believe that something is wrong with us. That no one is ever going to love us or recognize our worth. And that belief makes us miserable. And humans find a lot of clever ways to numb the pain out, to hide from it or fight from it. So what does this all mean? Are we all just doomed to suffer? Well, thank goodness, no, <laughs> we aren't. At least you have the option not to. You can learn how to stop defaulting and living your life in a reaction state by learning how to manage your mind. Now, it's not a coat of paint solution. Managing your mind is a lifestyle. It's choosing to do the things in your life that will strengthen your higher self, like building your awareness, in order to become very good at separating the inner critic's voice and your true self, so that you can guide yourself through life from a place of love and authenticity. That's when you experience true freedom, my friends. That's when you experience peace and joy and a sense of security. Otherwise, you're constantly hunting for it around you. You're just hoping you'll get an ounce from the world. One of the biggest obstacles is realizing that your mind actually needs to be managed. Because otherwise, it's just running amok and on default. Now, don't get me wrong. You can completely live your life on default. There is no right way or wrong way here. It's just one way, by default, is where you're at the will of your inner critic. And the second way, living from your higher self, is when you are aware and able to differentiate between your true self, your body, and your brain. Now, when you function from here, you're truly free and you experience the abundance of love, peace, joy, and anything else you want to experience, which is what we're all after in the first place. When you're functioning from your higher self, you're able to learn to differentiate between you, your true self, and the fantastic brain that is running on autopilot. And then you can actually reprogram the autopilot to work for you rather than against you, which is where we can turn down the volume of the inner critic. Now, functioning this way, it opens the door for compassion for yourself and others because you realize the beliefs you've been functioning from for so long and why you've been battling with the struggles you've been battling with. Your mind is the most powerful and incredible thing in the universe. It really is. And it has developed and been learning your whole life. And it still is. The problem is, along your life, you have picked up patterns of thinking, which are what have created this inner critic. Our brain is literally programmed to think this way right now, which isn't bad and it's not wrong and it's not out of the ordinary. We all have inner critics. This is just part of how our brain develops. So don't think you're broken. You're not. 
The inner critic is so powerful in directing your life when it is not managed because your thoughts create your life. Your thoughts determine how you will feel and what you will notice and what action you are going to take. But my friend, you are not your thoughts. You are not your brain. Your true inner self, well, you get to discover who that is. And it's such an amazing journey. All right, my friends, well, that is it for me today. I do have an exciting announcement. I have just started a uh, group for my listeners of the podcast to join and connect with me more if you so desire. So I've been trying to figure out a way to be more available, and I thought I would try the Facebook groups. So it is brand new. Um, As of right now, there's just a handful of members. So I invite you to come check it out. Um, I will forewarn you, I'm not extremely familiar with Facebook, so it is very new for me. Um, I'm just giving this a try for now. We'll see how it goes. You know, if it seems to be beneficial, you know, I'll keep it open. If not, no worries. I'm going to just, you know, I'll just end it. Not a big deal. But I thought this would be a great way to just see if, uh, if this is a good way to connect with you more. So I've been trying to figure out a way of being able to do that. I feel, you know, I, I love the podcast, but I feel it's a little limiting as far as one way. Um, and I want you to be able to reach out to me if you have questions or, you know, need need help with anything just you know whatever I can do to help uh doesn't mean I can help with absolutely everything if I can't I'll definitely uh, try and point you in the correct direction but you know it doesn't hurt to ask um and I will definitely do what I can so the group is called the Ellie Posed podcast and it's on Facebook so Ellie Posed is E-L-E-P-O-S-E-D and you'll just go on Facebook and search for search the groups and it should pop up. Um, again, right now, there's only a handful of members in there. So it's a great time to join uh, before it gets too noisy if it does. So I would love to hear from you in the group. Um, again, if there's any type of topics you want to just discuss more, that'd be great. I'll probably be posting things in there, trying to figure it out. Um, so it's just a, it's a test. It's brand new. We'll see how it goes. You are 100% welcome to join. Um, When you do join, there are a few questions in the beginning because it's a private group. Um, So you just fill those out, answer them. That way I know, you know, people are actually joining. It's not like a robot thing. Um, And that's it. So I hope you join the group. Also, if you haven't done so already, please remember to like and subscribe to the podcast. Um, If you know anyone who would love the content of this podcast, share it with them too. Um, And if you have a minute, just write me a review. I love reading the reviews and uh, connecting with you in that way. Uh, Also, I'm trying to do all the listener shout outs, so it's super fun. I love that. For those of you who already have, thank you, thank you, thank you. The podcast cannot grow without your help. Uh, At this time, podcasts, the only way for them to be discovered is through your help by sharing, liking, and leaving a review. So thank you so much to everyone who has. I look forward to seeing you in the group. Remember, that's the Ellie Post podcast, and it's on Facebook. And that is it. All right, lovelies. I will talk to you soon. See you in the group, and bye for now.